Hey, it's Mateo from Two Brain Marketing, and on this edition of the Two Brain Marketing Podcast, I'm talking with Jackie from CrossFit Durst. I'm super excited about this week's episode because you're going to learn about how Jackie spent $175 on ads and generated $7,000 in new member revenue. So you don't want to miss this. Make sure to subscribe to Two Brain Radio for more marketing tips and secrets each week. Two Brain Radio is brought to you by Two Brain Business. We make gyms profitable. We're going to bring you the very best tips, tactics, and interviews in the business world each week. To find out how we can help you create your perfect day, book a free call with a mentor at twobrainbusiness.com. What makes a good gym website? The answer to that question keeps changing. Five years ago, I would have said that you need this rotating banner image. Three years ago, I would have said that you have to have one splash page highlighting the benefits of your service. That's true. The problem is that the benefits of your service change by the client you're trying to target. And so you need to be able to adapt. You need to be able to add your own landing pages. Your main cover page should reflect what your most important clients want. That's going to be different from what my most important clients want. So a website that's based on a template with the same kind of rotating image is not going to work anymore. I use for time design for the twobrainbusiness.com and Catalyst Gym websites because those are the most important websites I own. I want responsive design that's going to work well on mobile. About 60% of your clients are going to come through mobile and more in the future. I want a responsive designer, which means I can contact them to make changes. And I want to know how to change my own oil. I want to know how to get in there and add my own posts. I talk a lot about content marketing, and that means I have to know the medium through which I'm delivering my content. Using for time design has been my choice now for about three years because Teresa and her team are super responsive. She can answer questions for me. She can show me how to do it myself if I want to, or she can do it for me if I don't have time. She's created a big series of videos for two brain clients in our incubator and growth stages to watch so that they can do stuff like build landing pages themselves. A lot of website companies try to pull the curtain in front of their knowledge. They try to hold a lot of stuff secret so that they can charge you to do the basic things. Just like in car maintenance, changing your oil, rotating your tires. If you want to do that stuff, awesome. If you don't have time to do that stuff, take it to the garage. Teresa at For Time Design gives you both options and she'll even teach you how to do it yourself if you want to. I use fortimedesign.com. That's what's made them an official two brain partner is our firm belief in their commitment to helping first and a strong sense of service value. Hello and welcome to the Two Brain Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Mateo Lopez. I'm one of the digital marketing mentors at Two Brain Business. Thanks for joining us. This is your weekly dose of digital marketing magic. And this week, I'm super excited. We've got Jackie from CrossFit Durst. And in today's episode, you're going to learn about her experience and how she was able to build a campaign that generated 25 new clients. She was able to generate over $7,000 of front-end revenue after only spending 175 bucks on ads. So we're going to learn about that and see what, what went down to make that magic happen. But uh, Jackie, how's it going? Good. Great. Having a great day. Excited and nervous to be here. <laughs> awesome. Don't be nervous. Uh, but that's great. I'm excited. You're excited. For the people who are listening, who are you? Where are you from? And uh, tell us a little bit about your business. Perfect. Um, so my name is Jackie. I am from Brantford, Ontario, one of the Canadians in the two brain fold. 
and we I own CrossFit Durst. We are a CrossFit gym uh, here in the Brantford area, uh, and we um, started to with to focus on um, just trying to get more people in our door, trying to let our community know that we existed. Um, you know, we're a few years in and we had heard people say they didn't even know we were in town. Um, so that was kind of our uh, focus and how we got started. Awesome. And how long have you been with the Two Brain family? We started with Two Brain in December. And I know you mentioned growth was kind of something that was on your mind, but what really motivated you to you know, pursue mentorship and business coaching? I'm a big believer that all coaches need coaches um, when it comes to everything. Uh, So uh, that was kind of step number one. Uh, We reached out to Chris before we even opened our doors for that first free call years ago. And we have been following his principles since day one. I've read every book. I've secretly followed along. Uh, And then recently we've had um, two neighboring gyms of friends of ours uh, get involved and we just saw the growth happening for them. We saw their lifestyles change and that was kind of the final straw for me. I saw these people just living the life I wanted to live while running a gym and I was like, I need to see what this is all about. So I guess what was the life you were living? Tell us about, you know, opening up the affiliate, how life, uh, what life was like and then, uh, and then how maybe it changed a little bit. You know, talk, talk to me about this life that you saw them living and you felt you weren't living. And yeah, let's start there. So yeah, so I work a lot. Um, I was working a lot of hours coaching. I was doing everything. I was wearing all the hats in my business. Um, we had coaches, yes. Um, we had gone through in December. We had actually lost some coaches. We had lost some members. Um, it was kind of just a bit of a change happening in our gym and in our community. Uh, and it was hard. I was covering those hours, felt overwhelmed. And then I'm seeing, you know, one town over, my friends who are running a gym and they're buying motorcycles and taking vacations and spending time with their families. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, I I used to call them up and we would, you know, chat together about, oh man, running a gym. It's just, we basically opened our own jobs. That's all we did. We're, we're, We're not owning a business. We're not living the life of ownership. We are working full time and grinding and, you know, nobody sees the back end stuff that's happening um, and how much time we're putting in. And it was, you know, definitely taking a strain on my health, my training, all those reasons I wanted to open a gym just felt like I didn't have time to do any of those things. Why'd you want to open a gym? Oh, I fell in love with fitness um, a long time ago and have been in many different realms from marathons to triathlons. And I started with a boot camp. I was training ladies doing a boot camp and I started doing CrossFit and I fell in love with it. And I was just hooked. I was hooked. I walked into a CrossFit gym and people walked up and introduced themselves. It was a family. It was a community. And I was like, this is what's meant to be. So I gave up a corporate job in Toronto to follow my dream. Um, So yeah, yeah, it was a big leap. I even moved to a different city to make it happen. Um, And now fast forward five years later, and we're slowly getting to that dream. (laughs) Amazing. Okay, so you, you found you found CrossFit, you found love, 
you felt that this was the way it was, the world was supposed to be with this methodology. So you quit your corporate job, you opened this gym. You mentioned some of the coaches, some of the members left kind of as you were thinking about, or in December and shortly after that, you signed up for two brain, you know, what, what were some of the challenges you were, you were seeing? What was, what were some of the roadblocks and, and some of the reasons why maybe you saw people leaving or, or, or conflicts arising? So, you know, as it happens to many gyms, um, another gym moves into town and opens up um, and we had a divide in our community kind of at that time. We have always, and I guess going back to the question of why I opened a gym, I opened a CrossFit gym for the average person, the everyone who wants to be involved in health and wellness. And that was always our goal and always our focus. Yes, I would love to train people that are going to be super successful and go to the games and everything else. But we all know they're the 2% of society when it comes to CrossFit. So we were really focused on that that weight loss, that betterment, that general fitness. And for some, I don't think that was necessarily what their focus was. Um, So we saw a divide kind of happen at that point. Also, you know, logistics, people live closer to other gyms. So some coaches found that, you know, it just made more sense for them. So it was a sad, hard time. You know, not only when coaches leave, it's number one sad because you're losing a coach, you're losing staff, but you're also kind of losing a friend. So that was kind of our big divide. Um, So when I started with Two Brain, they really helped us kind of focus on what we're doing and how to focus on us and our particular growths and what the focus of our gym is. Um, Like I remember writing my mission statement and I'm like, I've never wrote this before, but this is exactly what it is. We are, we're here for everyone to pursue their health. So this is a story we hear a lot, right? Where people, they start the gym, they have their founding people, their founding clients join and they're in love. And then they move past that general fitness phase. And then they want, you know, a little bit more and want to be maybe more competitive. And then they're using the space more and using the corner to do extra programming. And then, you know, it's stuff where you want to fulfill their wants and needs, but at the same time, it's now becoming, it's now coming at odds with what you're trying to do with your gym and help the people you want to help. And yeah, you'll see people kind of splinter off or if you don't have a mechanism for checking into those people and and keeping them involved, it can be tough. And then you also hear, we also hear stories, a lot of the coaches who are feeding into that and then they splinter off or they take people and go do their barbell only gym or whatever. So I guess for people who are going through that stage, clients, at that, you know, the growing pains of, of that and, and coaches getting on, you know, dealing with the logistic problems or getting unsettled. What advice do you have for people who are, are seeing that kind of conflict bubbling up? Um, I think the biggest thing is fo- really hone in on what your mission is and what your goals are and be true to those. You know, we we were in an odd circumstance where another gym did close. We took on a bunch of members a few years back. The members that we took on, they weren't the members that necessarily chose us. Uh, We were just the only gym in town now at that point. Um, So we had a much more competitive environment all of a sudden show up on our doorsteps one day. Um, Our community wasn't in that realm. They were here about supporting each other. And, you know, our exes were awesome. 
them. Like we got an RX today. They weren't determined to RX no matter what it did to their bodies. They had coaches that helped, you know, make them have that smart approach to things. So I just say when it comes to anyone that, you know, you are seeing that splintering off or you're seeing um, within your gym, a different focus start to emerge. Um, Yes, there is definitely ways you can foster it. Like we now have a build program that's a strength and conditioning program. There's different programs that you can follow and offer them, but ultimately stay true to your core. Those are your core members. Those are, you know, in the two braid world, your seed clients. They're the ones that are going to be the ones that stick around and that help your business grow and move you to that mission. Yeah, I love that. I think I think you hit the nail on the head. You have to, you have to figure out the problems you want to solve, right? You can't solve all of them. You can't solve weight loss for the average person problem while also trying to be the best in the world at solving the people who want to be competitive athletes in CrossFit while also being the best in the world at gymnastics or whatever it is, right? With these people, when they, when they have different desires or wants and needs it, yeah, goals change and you should be checking in with people to make sure that you guys are still aligned or that you have a prescription for your client that's going to help them meet that goal. But at the end of the day, you have to pick what you want to be the best at the world, at what problem you want to solve and be really efficient at solving. And you can't, and that's where you really need to have a, a clear, like keep a pulse and a clear understanding of your, your mission, what, what you were saying. And so you have to pick the, that thing that you want to be really good at solving and you can't solve all these problems because you're just bad at solving, uh, trying to solve a, a bunch of problems, right? Yeah, and I think there's spots for everyone within a community. Like we still have some extremely competitive athletes. And, you know, and then we also have grandma who's in there wanting to work out. But when you have people that, and, and it's not even the focus on maybe necessarily what it is that you're offering people, but it's the type of people, right? When you're fostering a community that wants to support each other, it doesn't matter if it's grandma, if it's the competitive athlete, or it's the six-year-old in the kids program. When you've got the same type of people that are willing to come out and rally around other people, it just fosters a different environment. And it's more in line with our mission. Um, and what our vision is of the gym as opposed to, uh, you know, having little pockets of competitive groups that are, you know, yeah, not necessarily looking at the whole whole and don't necessarily care about grandma and her workout or cheering her on when they're finished their RX workout. So Yeah, totally. Yeah, if they're, you know, to be competitive, you have to be in your own world, which is fine. But then if you're not trying to, that's not the community you want to create, then they're just may not be the best fit. Awesome. So you talked about life leading up to, to signing up for, for Two Brain or joining Two Brain. Talked about how you were juggling a lot of responsibilities, wearing a lot of hats. There was a little bit of discontent in the, in the membership. And then you talked about working on the mission and the, and the values of your company, how that really helped you kind of narrow your focus. What else working through the incubator and with your mentor, what else did you see change in your business? Cool. Big question. Lots. Um, I think one of the biggest things um, is probably my confidence. When I started in the Two Brain program, um, and I started with uh, Tammy, she's a fantastic coach. She was my rock through um, starting and I was lost. We were making money. I couldn't tell you how much. I had zero metrics. Um, I wasn't tracking anything. So She not only got all of my ducks in a row and held me accountable to all of that, um, also just in terms of being able to ask someone for feedback that's been there and done it 
Um, and that is a third party. Rather than trying to go to my coaches or going to friends or other friends that own businesses, whatever the case may be, I truly didn't have someone that understood the full picture and has been there and done it. Um, and being able to work with Tammy, it got to a point that I got near the end of the incubator and I'm like, I know what she's going to say. Like, I'm just, I, I, she's, she's given me the confidence to make my own decisions and to be confident. So when I started, I'd be like, Oh, what should I do? What should I do? And then near the end of the incubator, I was like, so this is what I'm thinking about doing. And she's like, yep, that sounds great. Have you thought about it this way? Have you thought about it this way? But I was coming to her more confidently with, okay, I think this is the plan. Or what's two brains views on this? Like, how would this work? And she'd be like, she would walk me through it and walk me through the pros and cons of making those decisions. Whereas before it would just be like me in a corner being like, I don't know what to do, help me. So just in terms of my personal growth, and I even had members um, and coaches come up to me and say, they can just see a difference in me, that there was a different confidence level. Um, The coaches loved the implementation of systems and processes and different apps and different programs we were using that also enhanced their lives and made everything easier. So... Awesome. That's amazing. I, I, I haven't heard anyone talk about it quite like that, but that's, that's great that, 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 yeah, it's almost, she empowered you to be able to make your own decisions now and you had a better framework for understanding, you know, the business side of, of things and, and how to make these decisions. Amazing. So you touched upon this a little bit in terms of the mission and values and people who you want to help, but in your own words, what do you sell and then how do you sell it? Okay. So we sell fitness, we sell betterment, we sell health, we sell longevity. I want people to be able to walk in our doors and every day be working one step closer to that better version of themselves. Um, When I meet with people at first, we talk about their goals. Um, I don't want to just say, hey, here's what we offer, plunk you into the program. Um, The first thing we do is we sit down and aside from knowing their name, I know nothing about them. I know nothing about how I can help them because I don't even know what they want done. Uh, So then we talk about what their goals are. Some people's goals are really specific or very big. Other people are... They, hey, thought CrossFit sounded fun and just kind of want to give it a try. Um, So from there, depending on those goals, we then make our prescription to them of what we think would be the best fit. That might be personal training, nutrition, group classes, boot camp classes, Um, really just depends on that individual. But ultimately, I want them to fall into something that they're comfortable with. If they're not comfortable in a group class and they're nervous about it, well, I'm not going to throw them into my busiest class and say, hey, give it a go, see what happens. Um, I'm going to potentially recommend personal training for them. If personal training is maybe not the right fit, well, maybe we do on-ramp in a personal setting and then transition you into classes. So yeah, we we sell betterment. We sell working on um, a better version of that person and what that means for them. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And I, and I think that was one of the biggest things, a big cha- game changer for me when I joined Ram was just that simple question. Like, do you prefer working out in a group or in a one-on-one setting? Just asking that simple one question when you're sitting down with someone, understanding their goals made a huge impact on the way in which now I can help people and on my business. It just, it changed. It was a really big change game changer for me. And it sounds like you do a very similar thing when you're sitting down with your new clients. So let's talk about the new clients that you have coming through. Now you were working with Blake through the marketing course and setting up some of your paid advertising systems. So 
In April, how much did you end up spending on ads? So in April, we started our first ad that Blake helped me out with, and we spent $174 on our Facebook ad. How many leads did you generate? 105. Wow. And then how many new members and did you end up signing up? We ended up um, having 25 new clients out of that. And how much new member revenue was that? That was over $7,000 just in that month of revenue. Wow. So 175 bucks in ads, 7,000 in front of revenue. Now that's, that's not typical or that's a, it's not the, you don't hear that every day. Those are pretty amazing results, but talk to me. I'm curious, talk to me a little bit about the system or rather, how did you handle that influx of leads? You know, what did you guys do to get people booked once they were booked? What did you do to get them to, to come in for their appointments? And then once they came in, you know, what happens from the moment they, they walk in through the door to then when they're finally sitting down and talking with you and signing up? Okay. Um, so it was actually really all kind of funny because it just started happening and we started booking clients in. Um, and I remember getting a message from Blake being like, whoa, your ad's killing it. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, this is doing amazing. Don't you realize? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just booking no sweats. Um, so I uh, tried to pull, uh, try to just made myself available for as many no sweats as possible. Um, we were using um, Equinity, I believe it's called, to actually book our ads through the click funnel um, that we were using. So members would see our ad online, they would click on it, it would take them through the click funnel where we had this great video that Blake helped me put together, as well as a bunch of information. One of the great things is once they clicked on it, there was a few different levels. So they really had to really want to come in um, and actually meet with us because First, they had to give us their name and information. Then on the second click through, they actually had to give us some information about themselves before it actually allowed them to book a no sweat. So before they even walked in our door, we had all their contact information. We also had some really important information about what their goals were. Um, So even if they didn't show up, I could call up and say, hey, I wanted to talk to you about that weight loss goal that you had. Sorry, we didn't actually get to connect for your no sweat. So then that's the next step. Once they booked, they were booking to, you know, uh, into that no sweat intro, which is basically just a consultation where they're sitting down. Again, Blake had helped me work through a bunch of visuals that we used as sale aids. Um, So I sit down with them at first, I have a blank piece of paper, all it has on it is their name and the date. uh, And I ask them what brought them in. Some people go really deep right away. Other people, you kind of had to warm up to them and really get down to what are those goals? Is is it weight loss? Is it to keep up with their grandkids? Is it a specific fitness goal they're after? And then once we knew that, we're walking them through the different programs we offer. So even if someone told me they didn't want PT, I still showed them our PT offering because it was amazing that sometimes when you show someone it, all of a sudden they're now interested in PT and it makes sense for them. And you know, I'm not sure exactly what was behind them saying no, but now all of a sudden they're signing up for a three month PT package um, when they told me they were here for boot camp. Uh, so that was the big thing. Um, so I started with our most expensive offering, our personal training, down into our group training and our nutrition offering, and then finally our boot camp offering, which was the original offer. What are some of those, you said, visual aids that you use in your, in your consultation? 
Um, so we basically just have a price chart. Um, so it has the different memberships options across the top. And then down the side, it kind of shows what, um, like with a little either check or X, what you're actually getting in those packages. Um, so it really just kind of shows the value for dollar that people are getting. And it was kind of even great compared to our boot camp to our CrossFit. Everyone thinks that boot camp's going to be the cheaper offering or it's going to be um, interesting because people do think it's going to be the, the lowest barrier of entry. But once they realize, well, that's only really three classes a week. Whereas CrossFit, I get the entire schedule. Um, so when you really lay out that visual of, hey, this gets you everything. This gets you this, 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 and this, which, um, you know, goal setting sessions, getting access to our members only Facebook groups, our, um, you know, emails that come out, all these different things that they're now seeing they get access to versus um just boot camp with those three classes, all of a sudden what they came in for now, they're basically upselling themselves into one of our programs. Yeah. They're seeing that, wow, there's a lot of other value coming out of this other stuff. And if you're framing it away, well, like, Hey, I understand you have these certain weight loss goals or whatever it is. You know, this is going to get you here the fastest you can do this boot camp, and you'll still get great results, but you want to get there faster or whatever it is. Like, these are going to be the better options for you, or this will get you there the most efficient way, or we'll be able to, you know, keep a better eye on you, which I think is awesome. Uh, and having it laid out visually, like you just described, they can see the stack, right. Of just all this stuff they're getting with the, you know, the hybrid or the higher end package versus the, the three times a week boot camp. I can see how people say, well, you know what? I actually probably want that one, which is awesome. So when they walk in, like, is someone greeting them? You have a front desk or how does that work? So generally we have, we do have a front desk when you walk in the door um, and our coaches are all very well trained that if they see the door open, at least a quick hello. But generally we have a front desk staff. We call them our director of first impressions. I like that. I like that. And um, he is generally our greeter. Um, so he has access to our system. He knows who's coming in, when they're coming in, um, and he'll greet them by name. So if he sees Jen's due to come in, they'll walk in the door. He says, hey, you must be Jen. Welcome. You're going to be meeting with Jackie. She's going to be right with you. Uh, did you want a bottle of water? We offer them something. They have a seat. We have couches in our front reception area. Uh, and then if I'm still finishing up with a client, he'll just let them know. She'll be right with you. He usually tends to point me out within the room as well. So they kind of know who they're looking for to come get them because we are in one big space. And no matter what we're doing, you're kind of visual there. And then I'll come over and see that there's someone that my next appointment's here, come over and greet them again. I know their name. I know who's coming in. I already have their name on a piece of paper ready to go. We take them back into what I'll loosely call my office area, which is really more our kitchenette with some stools, uh, but it does the job. Uh, and then we go back there and that's where we sit and actually start our consult. It's relatively private. It's off to the side of the gym. They can still see everything that's happening in the gym, um, but we're not right up in the front with them having to give personal information with other people around or with our front desk staff there listening in. Um, it's just more of them and I sitting and chatting. That's amazing. I love how you have the, the addressing people by name. I think that's huge. I think it's amazing. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I need to start doing that. <laughs> that's awesome. And I love how you're offering them something as they walk in, just establishing a little bit of that reciprocity rule. I think that's, that's amazing. Awesome. So now that you've had all this 
growth happened in the past couple months and you've established some systems, you know, what are you working on right now to get to that motorcycle, bikes, and vacations uh, point of life that you want to get to? Um, so, yeah. So, right now, um, I'm working with Blake, um, and we're working on my perfect day. Um, so, for those in the two-brain world, you've probably heard this before, but that perfect day of what do you want your day to look like. And I'm also working on my main coach's perfect days as well. So, it's kind of twofold. So, right now, getting me – right now, I do most of our sales, which is great. I actually enjoy doing it. I enjoy doing those no sweats and making those connections. So, we're trying to get me coaching a little bit less so that I do have more time for those no sweats. Being able to read, that's one of my goals actually this week is our 15 minutes of reading a day. Whereas like these little things that you don't even think about are just so like meaningful um, and just a kind of a de-stressor for the day, you know, working on what next steps for the gym are, what other programs can we offer? What coaches do we have? And what do our my coaches want do does so-and-so like coaching kids does so-and-so like coaching boot camps and on ramps this is the first time that I have been able to actually sit down with coaches and be like what drives you as opposed to hey I just need you to cover this and I need you to cover this and I need you to cover this I have coaches that are flourishing in personal training we never offered personal training before two brain it's probably one of the biggest things that question of would you rather have group training or personal training blew my mind with how many people say personal training. So yeah, we're, we're gearing towards still in our growth and we're just gearing up. We're now offering a men's program. Um, so I've got the boot camp up and running. I've got a coach manning that now. And now I'm kind of throwing myself in this men's program and we're trying to get more guys in the door. Um, and at the same time working on, allowing me more time to do the back end stuff and all the things that I need to do as a business owner and not just feeling like all I'm doing is coaching. Yeah, I think, I think that's great. And I think the, the really important thing, one of the more important things that you said was just seeing, understanding your perfect day, right. But also sitting down with your staff to understand what they're, what drives them, like you said, and, and where they're trying to get to, because I think that was another big eye opener for me working with two brain was you want to in, if you want to have high retention, not just with your clients, but with your staff and not have those people splinter off and go to the, the gym that just opened up down the street that's offering more barbell stuff or whatever. Like you have to sit down with your coaches, understand just like you're sitting down with your clients, understand what are your goals with your staff, same thing. And I think now that you've unlocked more time, you're able to do that, which I think is what you were talking about before. And, and I think that's, uh, that's really important. And I think going to be um, one of the keys that's going to unlock that, that perfect day for you as well. So I think that's awesome. So I guess last question for you, Jackie, uh, I'm sure you got more no sweats coming your way. You've seen this awesome growth. You're, you're working through getting closer to your perfect day. What do you think has been the key to your success so far? Oh, great question. I think it's a, I think it's a combination of things. I, I do think everything through the incubator. Um, I don't think if I had to just put out this, marketing ad on my own say I was a whiz at marketing and I could put together all this stuff by myself I don't think I would have had the back-end systems to maintain the clients that were coming in the door so not putting um, the cart before the horse uh, making sure that you do have all your ducks in a row that when 
people are, when you all of a sudden get inundated with 42 no sweats in one month, um, or actually I think that happened in three weeks, that you have the systems in place to manage that. Uh, because that would have, it was overwhelming on its own with all those systems in place. Uh, I couldn't imagine doing it six months ago when I didn't have any of those systems in place. Um, so I think that's key. Having having everything organized, having all of your coaches on board, having your coaches meetings, let them know what the, the goal is, what you're working towards. Let them be in on what's happening. Um, let them know about the ads before the ads start to go live so they know what's happening. And we were able to kind of work together as this big group. They understood when someone walked in the door, it was probably a no sweat that we wanted to treat them in a certain way and make them feel welcomed and ensure that they knew someone would be right with them. Um, And then once someone did sign up, um, again, fostering that growth for them and that nurturing, brand new, they're little babies in the CrossFit world, they're scared and they're nervous, introducing themselves, even if they've never worked with them, making sure the coaches are working together. Um, so I think going on a big, long tangent on this one, but ultimately um, working with Two Brain, getting everything organized. I thought I was organized. I thought I had systems in place. When I started working with them, I realized how many holes were in my system. Um, and it's great intentions. You start things, you're like, oh yeah, I got contracts for my coaches set up. I've got this set up. I've got systems this way. And then you realize you might have some of these things in your head, but you haven't clearly communicated them to all of your staff. Um, so they getting all of that done and then being able to have an amazing ad go out with the support behind it to then just start bringing the people in and then you just start taking care of it. Um, Managing those sales, setting people up in the right spots um, and then just continuing to communicate again with your staff and your new clients and foster those relationships um, has been, I think, key for us. Now we're getting the referrals from those people that just started last month that are now referring friends in. Um, so yes, yeah, so the incubator um, and two brain was huge for me. I wouldn't have been ready for the marketing phase had I have not done the work through the incubator. And then by the time I got handed over to you guys in marketing, I was just like, I remember I went on vacation and I told Blake, I'm going on vacation. I don't really want to do anything before we go. We'll get everything ready, but we're not going to hit start. And he's on my Facebook. So he saw that I was back from vacation and I got a text and it was, you're back. Let's do this. And I was like, okay, no more hiding. We got to hit start. Um, And then we just hit the ground running from that moment. And it's been phenomenal. Blake's been amazing. He's always reaching out, asking if I need any help with anything um, and just sending me in the right direction. Awesome. Well, I think that's all I got, Jackie. If people want to talk to you more and if people want to learn, you know, a little bit more about how you trained your front desk staff or, you know, how you onboarded 25 people in one month, where can they find you? Um, so they can reach us, um, either follow us on Facebook, uh, we're CrossFit Durst on Facebook, CrossFit Durst on Instagram, um, or they can also reach us via email. If anyone wants to reach out, it's CrossFit Durst at gmail.com. Um, feel free. Um, I would love to love to spread the knowledge, love to help anyone else out, um, that, you know, has any questions. Cause I know I received a ton of help from the two brain family, not just the coaches. Um, and the support is amazing. So awesome. Thanks, Jackie. 
As always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We greatly appreciate you and everyone that has subscribed to us. If you haven't done that, please make sure you do. Drop a like to the episode, share with a friend, and if you haven't already, please write us a review and rate us on how what you think. If you hated it, let us know. If you loved it, even better. See you guys later. Bye.